0: Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Brie. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation.
1: Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hello, hello.
0: Hey, girlfriend. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am good. It's been a beautiful day here, so I'll take it.
1: All right. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for my neighborhood. (laughs) You're such a dork, but I love you. I know. I know. You know, Mr. Rogers was a good show. Like, I don't care what anybody said. Did you ever watch it? Yeah, I did. I did. I haven't seen the movie, though. Well, I haven't seen the movie either. I'm talking about the TV show. Like, you know, the old-fashioned Mr. Rogers TV show years ago when we were littles. And somebody had brought it up the other day that so many shows have been made up to mimic that. If you think about it, um, like Barney, that was mimicking uh, Mr. Rogers. Uh, What's that? Tiger, um, it's a cartoon one. Oh gosh, why can't I not think of Daniel the Tiger?
0: Oh yeah, I hear so many people complaining about Daniel the Tiger.
1: And then there was another one that was made up. And then, so I don't know if you knew this, but my cousin, her and her husband own a production company, and oh, cool. they recently started a TV show, and he actually stars in it. And it's called Mr. Brandon's Block. And okay. it mimics Mr. Rogers. Um, they wanted a show that... Because they just had a a baby... Oh, well, she's like a little over a year now. And so they wanted a show that was educational and good for her to watch. Because they just weren't liking all the kids' shows that were available. Yeah. So they create created... I've only seen the first episode. It's on YouTube right now. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it was really good. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. So, oh, but cute. It, it mimics the idea of the whole Mr. Rogers show. So
0: Mr. Rogers is, was was um, definitely one of a kind. That's for sure.
1: Oh, for sure. And he had such, I mean, if you watch any of his I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but from what I've heard, he had such a kind heart. Which to do a show like that, I can you would imagine you'd have to, right? Um, but I've been wanting to see the movie for a while. I just haven't gotten around to watch it. Maybe that's what, maybe that's on my list for this weekend. Who knows? I <laughs> know, yeah, right? I could have done that this weekend instead of sitting on my butt. I didn't do anything. Oh, I wish I didn't do anything. Actually, I like. I- so, Sunday we it was TJ's birthday so we kind of had a chill day
0: I I saw you made a road trip somewhere yeah, <laughs> yeah. where did so, you go
1: so we went to in and out um where is that so there's actually two locations one in Katy and oh. then one like five minutes from it um in Houston uh we went to the Katy location so You know, we're both from California, my husband and I, and we grew up with In-N-Out Burger. And um, we lived in Utah for a while, and then we lived in Austin, and they have one in Austin. and They have one in everywhere else, I feel like, all the major cities except for Houston, which they just recently opened up. I think it was last summer that they opened up, and we hadn't been. So I asked him... Well, I, I wanted to surprise him, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to surprise him. So I was like, hey, I just thought we would take it easy today. And then we would take a road trip down to in He's like, heck, yeah. <laughs> <So>
0: <laughs> it must be like, really good to drive that far for a burger.
1: So, I mean, it's, it's home for us because we grew up with that. Gotcha. So, you know, you just have those meals where it's like home and you take a bite and just all these memories come flooding back. And yeah. I mean it's they're good burgers and i honestly my favorite thing is the milkshakes Mm. like to me you can't get a better milkshake than in and out milkshake um for fast food but um i mean the burgers are good they're like what i say like they're the best thing ever no but like it's more about the memories and and isn't that a perfect like thing
0: that we talk about is sometimes you just have to enjoy food just because of the memories and feelings that come with it.
1: Exactly. I mean yeah. our lives unfortunately revolve around food. Right. Um but that's okay. You know, I mean you you enjoy it in the moment and then you move on. Yep. Yep. Well so, good.
0: Well did y'all end up having
1: a good time, a nice day? We did. And then afterwards we came home. We we're nice, fat, and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, we and it was nice just to go for a drive and not sure. really like have to like go anywhere other than. But I have to tell you, so we, I was like, okay, well, we'll probably just go through the drive through and then like find a nearby park and just get a blanket and you know. Well, the line for drive through was literally a mile long I'm not exaggerating oh my gosh it it was I mean if you're sitting in that drive-thru I bet you anything you were waiting at least an hour and a half to two hours
0: I would not wait that long for food
1: no we did not we went (laughs) inside well I went inside and they you couldn't eat inside you could only eat outside they have like tables um, and benches that you could eat outside because they were spaced out far enough that mm-hmm. practice social distancing, but they had all the tables closed inside. So you go in, you order, you wait for your food. They kind of have you space out and then you could take it outside and eat. So I just went in, grabbed the food, and anytime you order it in and out, because they make it when you order it. It's not like they just have it waiting. Mm-hmm. So it takes it takes a while to get your food anyways. Mm-hmm. Um but it probably waited like 15 minutes for our food. And then TJ stayed in the truck with the kids. And then once I got done, we grabbed a table outside and we ate and then we left. <laughs> Gosh,
0: I, I'm sorry. I still can't imagine waiting in line for
1: oh, food.
0: Like, I guess they have nothing better to do, but I, like, why?
1: Well, for us, it was a 45 minute drive. So like if I were to drive forty five minutes, would I want to turn around and come back home empty handed? <laughs> and I don't know if the other people were like that too, but yeah, there's no. I was like, I'm not waiting in that line. I'm like, I love you, babe, and I know this is where you wanted to go for your birthday, but <laughs> plan B. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, not worth it. Sorry, Good.
1: but luckily well, I'm we glad could y'all got it. Yeah, luckily we could go in. And and get it, but it was just yeah. Well, and it's so this is common with In and Out. Um, any In and Out when it opens up, it's always packed for at least the first year or two, mm-hmm. um, where there's lines. Even in California, the ones that have been there for years, like you're usually waiting in line for a while for food. Mm. It's just it's just a happen in place.
0: I I guess so. I guess I'm missing out. <laughs>
1: i'm missing out you hell you no. really are yeah. i'll take
0: i'll take your word for it
1: <laughs> you're like no one's gonna get me to stay in that line no
0: hell no i mean maybe if you serve me an adult beverage and let me get a pedicure right while I waited but right
1: there, no. No. <laughs>
0: no thanks how I'll about dinner. a milkshake <laughs> i do like a good milkshake
1: okay. yes. i know me too that's yummy well did you get your milkshake and your burger i did i well So I never can drink a whole one by myself because it's milkshake. I mean, I usually will get one and split it with TJ. And of course, when I say split it, I mean like I get a quarter and he gets the other three quarters. Right. right. Because, you know, he's a guy and that's fair. Yeah. (laughs) So, or the kids drink it. So we got, I got four milkshakes. Now there's five of us. Um, But, of course, like, not all for milkshakes. Because I didn't want anybody to be fighting over a milkshake. Right. Um, And then Lily, she just, I got her some lemonade, which she really didn't drink. And, yeah, like, I got two strawberry, two chocolate. And chocolate's my favorite. And I thought my son wanted strawberry, but he wanted chocolate. So he ended up getting my shake. And then I shared with TJ. But, of course, I didn't get much of that. (laughs) And so the strawberry, one of the strawberries kind of went to, I mean, we took a couple sips, but it pretty much went yeah. to waste. Uh, and, bummer. um, I mean, they're not that expensive, so it was like not yeah. a big deal, but, um, you know, who wants to waste a good milkshake?
0: I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I would, strawberry doesn't belong in a milkshake, but yeah. You know. mm. Yeah.
1: So I was like, oh, bummer, but you know, it's fine. I still got my, I'm really you all got I your face a couple sips
0: of yeah. the milkshake.
1: And I'm like, I'm good.
0: That's how I am. A scooter will get some from Jack's. Oh, I love Jack's. And um, I'll just take just a couple sips. And I'm like, I'm good. That's all. Like, yeah. It's so <laughs> That's all I can handle.
1: I, I know. I, so, I mean, like, I said, I'm, Chick-fil-A has really good milkshakes. Mm. So, the kids will get a milkshake. And I'll usually, like, take a couple sips. And then I'm I'm good. Yep. I'm the so. same. We're such moms. Oh I God. know. We just. I've just gotten so used to not being able to eat my own food. I think I told you a couple of weeks ago that I've become a closet eater. Like, yes. I literally have to eat my food in the closet to hide. So yes. people won't try to steal my food. <laughs> but they still yeah. find me. Yeah, they do. It's like mm-hmm. I have, like, a, some kind of um, homing device or, or yep. like, something where they can, tra- like, a tracker or something, they can yep. find me.
0: It's either when you have food or when you sit down because you think you have a minute to yourself.
1: Right. Every time. Because when we went to In-N-Out yesterday, Lily kept sitting in my lap. And (laughs) I'm like, I just want to eat my food in peace and be able to fully eat it, not have to eat around someone. I kept lifting her up and putting her on the seat next to me and she kept. Getting back up and sitting in my lap. <laughs> like, uh, I just want to eat, right?
0: <laughs> Will you please just sit there and go love on your daddy as much as you're loving me,
1: right? Uh, yeah, so, yes. and that's every that's, that's every time I feel like every time like we sit down to a meal at the same time with the kids, somebody is in my lap. It's usually Lily, but like somebody's in my lap or somebody wants to be like all next to me. And I, like I feel bad pushing them away, but the same time, I'm like, all right, mommy needs to eat or mommy's going to become very hungry, and you don't want to see that kind of mommy.
0: Right. Well, then maybe you should take some notes on this episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, today is a good day then to discuss learning to say no. <laughs> it's I've been on my list for a while. I know. I know. I'm going to, I'm going to learn you. Um. <laughs> No, but seriously, I want to talk about, especially as moms and wives and business owners and, you know, we're, we're always doing all, all of the things for everyone. Um, it's really important that we, one, learn to say no, but learn to implement some type of scheduling and routine. Um, so you can kind of maintain the crazy or some sense of normalcy. Um, And this is something that kind of became ingrained in me when I had the girls, because we went from no kids to two kids, you know, instantly. And we got them on a routine from day one. Like we had to, because there were two of them Mm -hmm. and for our sanity, it was like, we've got to get them on a schedule. Um, And for us at least, the girls thrived on a schedule. It gave us a sense of peace throughout the day. Like we knew what to expect. They knew what to expect. You know, we had the same bottle bath bedtime routine. Um, and it's not always perfect. Right. But in, in working with hundreds of clients and just having friends that have kids, they have all agreed that, you know, having a schedule with the kids is so much easier than those that don't. Oh yeah, for sure. And I know there's some that just let their kids roam like free range chickens and that's their lifestyle. And I think that's great. If that works for you, I think that's beautiful. Do that. Um, For me to maintain some sense of not crazy, I I need that routine and that schedule. Um, I mean, it's proven over and over again that our kids thrive on a schedule with structure with routine and in school right I mean you can look at how they do in school versus how they are now just with this quarantine mess they're probably just all over the place unless mm-hmm. you put in some sense of routine for them um, so you know we're we drill in the whole routine and scheduling thing to our kids but I think it's even more important that we do that for ourselves as well because if you're if you have your hand in, you know, a million different things, you're not able to give any one thing your all. Um, and I don't think we can necessarily give any one thing a hundred percent of ourselves anyway, being just busy human beings. Um,
1: I think we think we can at uh, times. Right,
0: right. <laughs> and, and there's different seasons we go through in our life where we're really dedicated to a certain task or goal or person or something. Um, but unless you have like no job and no kids and no spouse. And you're, I can't even think of an example that you wouldn't have more than one thing to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But it's just, it's important to schedule or get in that routine. And it doesn't mean you have to be like a scheduling Nazi um, to where every second of your day is, is written out. I think that's a little much (laughs) Um, that that's, you know, you need to have some, some leeway in there, but Routine has also been shown to help with those that suffer with ADD or anxiety and depression because it creates that routine for them. They know what they need to do, what they have to look forward to. Um, that unknown, if you will, is taken mm-hmm. away. So their mind's not wondering on, you know, what if, what if, what if, or worried about what's to come. Um, I'm not saying that simply writing a schedule or routine out is going to cure any ADD here anxiety or depression either, but it can certainly help a little bit. Um, So one thing that I started doing business wise years ago, and I'm sure most people are probably familiar with this, but is block scheduling. Mm -hmm. You're familiar with that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, when I first learned it years ago, um, you know, it's pretty straightforward. Like you set, you pick certain days of the week or certain times and you write out, okay, from, you know, 8am to 830, I'm going to do my devotional from 845 to nine, I'm going to run around the house and clean up the clutter from nine to 10. I'm going to do all of my social media posting for my business and so on and so forth. Um, and, And that can look different every day, or you can have the same routine Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the important thing though is finding what works for you. I think it's a good idea to pick and choose from the way that other people are doing things. Um, I know way in the beginning when I first was trying my hand at block scheduling, I, the way I learned how to do it was, you know, from a particular mentor and I tried to do exactly what that person did and it just wasn't working. Um, and, and, getting further into that, I realized I had to just kind of pick and choose pieces from everybody's suggestions and put them together in a way that worked best for me. Um, so my schedule probably looks completely different from yours, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's okay. That's just like dieting or weight loss or whatever you want to call it. It should be what works for you. Um, the other thing where scheduling or, uh, routine can come into play is when you're looking at setting goals, a lot of us will, let's say you're a mom who works nine to five outside of the home, and then you've got to leave work promptly at five every day because you have to get kids to after school activities and the weekends are jammed with, you know, away tournaments, right? And you've got a husband and a house to maintain. You don't have to maintain your husband, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So you've got a busy life. And all of a sudden you decide, you know what, I'm going to start working out five days a week and I'm going to start this meal plan, which I think is fantastic. Where most people go wrong, though, is they don't look at their schedule to see what they can feasibly
1: fit True. in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's where they get tripped up. You know, they have the best laid intentions, but they don't factor in what their lifestyle is actually like and can that lifestyle accommodate these new goals or whatever you're going after um, so even if it's wh- when I'm working with a new client and we're looking at scheduling it's like okay I want you to have your schedule out in front of you whether that's on your phone or you're you're a paper person like me like I have a paper planner um, and I have it all on my phone too but for me I have to actually write it down or it doesn't exist right um I think that's kind of a female thing too it drives mm-hmm. husband crazy mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's I'm like I'll summer. go put it yeah I'll go put it on my phone but I still have to write it down mm-hmm. um, so it solidifies it in it, some does. Way. it does it does <laughs> it's like it sticks in my brain that way um so I'll have them look at their schedule, you know, a week in advance when they're, when we're going over goals and things like that, particularly for my health coaching clients, they're like, well, I don't want to focus on this or this. Okay, great. Let's look at what's coming up in your week ahead and see if you have time to do these things you're thinking about, or, you know, where can we put those in your calendar? And we actually schedule it out. And sometimes they're like, oh, well, I'm insanely busy, you know, Every day this week, I don't have time to do this. Okay, cool. So let's reframe those goals a little bit and find some that are going to serve you better and not stress you out even more. Does that make sense?
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. I'm kind of going squirrel there for a minute in my head. Um, you just get
1: excited about it, and you know, I do. I
0: do. <laughs> the the other thing that's really important and where scheduling is helpful is it helps you. Learn to say no.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is where
0: I throw <laughs> Yeah. Because so, how many of us are like, oh my gosh, Um, yeah, I think I can do that. And then we go look at the schedule later and we realize, oh my gosh, I've overcommitted. I already promised so and so I would do this at this time, but I don't want to let this person down. So I'll just go to this place for a little bit and I'll leave early and go to this place for a little bit. And I don't really want to do either of those things, but I already committed and I don't want anybody to feel bad. Mm-hmm. Right um, but here's the thing. You don't have to feel bad about saying no. And it took me a long time to learn that too, mm-hmm. but some, and I cannot remember who told, where I learned this from. This is not something that I created. So if I think of it, I'll have to come back and say, so they can get their due credit. But they said, if someone asks something of you before you answer, whether you immediately know it's a yes or no, ask yourself or, or If, if you're considering it, ask yourself, does saying yes to this align with my goals that I have for myself and my family? And if it's something that is going to stress you out or put a strain, maybe a financial burden, a time burden, something like that on your family, it's easy to say no. That doesn't serve you well. You don't have to give them an explanation. And I know that sometimes we feel like we do, uh, but you don't. You know, if you're listening to this, you're a grown ass person and you can say, I'm sorry, I'm not able to do that. Or, oh, I, I already have plans that day. Um, that doesn't fit my schedule this week. Um, if it's a decent person, they really shouldn't be asking for an explanation anyway. It's none of their business.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So keep that in mind if somebody's pestering you. You don't know anybody an explanation, but if you feel like you need to give them one, just a simple, I'm sorry, I'm busy. I already have a previous engagement, but thank you for thinking of me and Mm -hmm. move on. Um, And the more that you learn to do that, the easier it gets, but it, oh, the other thing that, that is helpful too is before you answer say, oh, you know what? I need to check my schedule. Let me check and I'll get back with you. And that right there gives you an out, so to speak, to one, truly check your schedule and see if it's, if it's something you want to do, see if you can do it. And then you can get back with them. I think we tend to overcomplicate it and think we're going to piss somebody off or hurt their feelings or let somebody down. Um, but generally that's not the case. That's just kind of one of those, those pressures that we put upon ourself,
1: Mm-hmm. you know, so my husband calls me. He calls me his little overcommitter
0: because mm.
1: I I do that a lot. And so if there was like an overcommitter anonymous group, <laughs> I'd be in it because if that's you, uh huh. And I've gotten better. I've gotten a lot better. I you know because I feel guilty about saying no to things. Like I want to support everybody. I want to be there for everyone, and I want to do this. But I'm realizing as I get older and. You know, my my commitment needs to be in my family first. Right. And, you know, you have this, like, um, not, like, this pyramid, basically, of what requires the most of attention. And so you, I feel like you have to figure out where your priorities fall and what things are placed on what level of that pyramid to what you can, in order to know what you can say yes and no to, or what you should say yes and no to.
0: Yeah. And that's a great point is, is setting your priorities. Like when was the last time you sat down and wrote down what your priorities are or gave them
1: thought? Yeah. It's, it's been a while.
0: Yeah. Myself included. And sometimes it helps to bring that to the forefront. So when these things do come up, you can just, you, you honestly, you don't feel guilty about it. I don't want to say you feel good, but there's no guilt. Right. You know, and there's no shame along with it either. When you're, you can flat out tell somebody, I'm sorry, but that just doesn't work for me and my family right now. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, thank you so much for thinking of us. And if that person's going to crap on you for that, that's not a very good person. That's not a very good friend.
1: Yeah. Well, and I just always felt so bad if the kids got invited to a party or if I got invited to a party um, and we couldn't make it. But then I just got to the point where I'm like, okay, we we rarely ever miss parties, like, you know, birthday parties. I I just, at some point, I mean, like, we were going to, like, four or five a weekend. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: I know. And I was just like, I felt like we were leaving one to go to another. And, I mean, I guess that's what happens when you have popular kids. But, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> way to go (laughs) right no it's just and we have a lot of family too like big family. so of course December is ridiculous I mean we've got seven birthdays in our family alone in the month of December and that's not even including baby Jesus so you know yeah so um it's just sometimes we just have really busy months and we have to learn what to say no to and I have to learn it's okay like I don't it shouldn't feel bad. Um, I shouldn't feel bad if I told them we were going and then I just didn't show up and didn't say anything, but I shouldn't feel bad for saying, Hey, I can't go. Or if we said we were going to go, but then we let them know, Hey, you know, something came up and we can't make it or whatever, because you have to think about it. Would they, and I don't always like to think about this way, but sometimes it just gives you a little bit of extra, um, reality check, are those people always showing up for your events? Like, is everybody that you're inviting always showing up for your events? Right. No, because they no, they have lives too. Yeah. And they're prioritizing just like you should be doing. Right.
0: Yep. It's all about priorities. Mm-hmm. And if you value your, your sanity and your time, Um, And hopefully that's what everyone is learning during Mm -hmm. this quarantine. I think we've, we've all been given a gift, Um, even though, you know, like my husband and I are still working full time and now we're just homeschooling children. Yeah. uh, We still have, things are slow, slowed down slower. Yeah. Right. Um, So I'm hoping that at least when all this crap is over, that maybe some of that sticks around. Right, that maybe some people have enjoyed slowing down a little bit and focusing on family and realizing that they don't have to do all the things all the time. Um, I just think it'll make a huge difference.
1: Well, and I, I agree. And I think not that, you know, what's going on, like, you know, the fact that people are getting very sick and and dying and people are losing jobs. I don't think that was needed but i i do think like we as a whole like as humans just needed to slow down in general especially in the us cuz we're so fast paced and i think we Agreed. take a lot of things for granted i feel like this to a point was needed and and good for us of course aside from you know the people that are being severely affected in a negative way because of it um, but those that have been able to enjoy this time, I, I, you know, I think it's important. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: All right. Well now, so the next time I invite you over, you can't say no, no, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: I'm going to, no, 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 because you're schooling me. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say, breathe. Well, you said in the podcast that I should say no. So I'm telling you no. And you said it's okay. So I don't have to feel bad for saying no. No, you're supposed to say, you know, I need to check my schedule first. Let me get back with you. Well, I'll do that. And then I'll give you a text five minutes (laughs) later saying, well, no, no, (laughs) I'm sorry. I just no, can't no, do it. And no.
0: <laughs> it just doesn't work for me. I don't want to.
1: Right. But and then sometimes you just don't want to. I mean, regardless of what your schedule allows for, sometimes you just don't want to. Like you just want to stay home or you had oh gosh, another yes. opportunity and you shouldn't feel bad about that either.
0: No, and I don't.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: I I really do. I don't because.
1: So all those times I invited you places and you told me no. (laughs) No. I just, (laughs)
0: cool. No, sometimes I do feel bad because it's like I really should get out and socialize. But, like, I know if I'm in just kind of a crappy mood or whatever, it's like I'm not going to go. Yeah. You don't want to touch people here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go drag anybody down, you know. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And see, me, like, when I'm, like, not in the. It takes a lot for me not to go out. Even if I'm in a bad mood, I know it'll make me in a better mood to go out most of yeah. the time. So, you know, and where my husband is more like you or he's just like, I don't want to talk to people. Like, I don't want to yeah. socialize. Like, I'm,
0: I'm yeah. done peopling for today. It's
1: yeah. To he's, he's like, no, I talked to you guys and that's all I needed to talk to. I'm like, no, no, yes. not <laughs> it's like, yeah, not you need. to okay. talk to other people. <laughs> <laughs> If we must, if we must. Yeah. I think I, so. I think you're more like TJ, and I'm more like Scooter. Uh, he didn't really like people either. Really?
0: Okay. No, I no. Now he will. T- he can talk to anybody. Yeah, and I, and I can talk to anybody when I'm in the right like mood and the element. I'm fine. Like I, I want to be social, but I have to be in the mood for it.
1: He, he's really a homebody too. Oh, yeah. See, the three of you would fit in just fine. I'm, like, the odd man out then. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but but once you get him out and, like, talking, you can't get him to stop sometimes, so.
1: <laughs> maybe that maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Sometimes he doesn't stop, but he, he can talk to anybody. He has a gift, so.
1: Yeah, where TJ, he's, like, he'll just, he's fine just hanging out and not really talking to anybody. I mean, we go places and it's not like he just sits in a corner and ignores everybody, (laughs) but he, he doesn't like big crowds. Like he likes, he, he does fine in smaller social gatherings, like smaller groups of people. But we go somewhere and it's a crowd of like 30, 40 people and it's people he doesn't know. He'll just kind of just kind of fade off into the background. He lets me do my thing.
0: Yeah. Scooter's not big on crowds either. I mean, have you seen the shirt that's on Facebook? You know how there's always like the t shirt ads and stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that says, I hate people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, That's my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I hate so, people. That's, so that's where we're at. <laughs> well, you know, you do you, boo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, if that's your thing yeah
0: yeah that's his thing that's cool yeah Uh, all right girlfriend well i'm anxious to hear you turn some things down and uh free up your schedule
1: a little bit yeah i'll report back i'll I'll give you an update in about a week and let you know how that went
0: (laughs) yes please do i look forward to it all right girl i'll catch you Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Brie. Or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Brie at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.